Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hi there. Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast. It's Keith Chancy coming at you straight from Canicuck land, and we are so excited that you're joining with us today. And today we have a very special guest, and his name is Pete Dyson, and I am so excited to have Pete here today because he's going to talk to us about an area that so many of us are kind of afraid or we're kind of excited about talking about, and that's heaven. And you know, when you talk about heaven, there are so many misunderstandings about that, and there's so many things that are floating around, and we're kind of like Star Wars. Oh, no, you know, is it Darth Vader or whatever? Well, Pete, what I want to do today is just kind of, you know, you uh, have had some really significant experiences with this area of really digging into it. You've sought the scriptures. You have really looked heavily into this, and uh, you even wrote a book about this, so I do believe. And uh, I would love to hear your kind of ideas as you talk about there's, you know, different heavens and different things. You know, Pete, what would you tell us about heaven? You know, I think uh, that we tend to uh, try to, I think we try to make it too much kind of a mystery yeah. and stuff. And of course, there is mystery about it. But Jesus made some very strong statements. Mm-hmm. Um, he told his disciples, he said, I'm getting ready to go away. Yeah. And of course, that scared them and stuff. And they said, where are you going? You know, And he said, you know, in my father's house are many mansions, many homes, right? This, and he said, and I go to prepare a place for you. And the word place is a word that comes from the Greek idea of topos. Mm-hmm. It's topography, all right? Meaning something literal, a, a, a place, you know, mm-hmm. it's a literal place. And um, there is, we know, a throne mm-hmm. in heaven. We know that Jesus took on a human body and he went to heaven with his human body. He still has it. He didn't do away with it. All right, so there's a human body up there somewhere. Where is it, you know? And then uh, in the uh, in the book of Hebrews, it speaks about how they went out searching for a city, mm-hmm. but a city whose foundation was built by God, mm-hmm. all right? They understood there was something much more tangible to mm-hmm. them than what this world was. So it is a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, when he talks about they went out looking for a country, all right. Well, what is a country? A country is a place that has borders. It has hills. It has trees. It has rivers, you know, and so forth. There, there is, there is, um, materialist, material things to it. So somehow or another, how that works is that when people have gone to heaven, they have gone to a particular spot. Mm. They're not just floating in an invisible, you know, sea of clouds and what have you. But there seems to be something very definite about it. Uh, in the book of Revelations, it speaks about, you know, the, the, uh, elders that are sitting around the throne. It speaks about a glassy sea. It speaks about eagles flying through the air. It speaks about horses that are going to be ridden down to earth. I mean, how are we supposed to understand all that? Is that supposedly just metaphors and what have you? But it represents something. Mm, Pete, that is awesome because you know, so many people will misunderstand that it's just this mystical place that we can't really 
put an identification to it. It is right. heaven. Right. It is a place. Yeah. And we will be able to recognize each other there that are believers. Is that correct? That's exact. Of course it is. Yeah. Jesus said, you know, you're going to come someday and sit down at the table of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, and so he's recognizing them, you know, as yeah. people. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in the transfiguration, it says that they recognize Elijah and Moses. So there were actual people that they recognized and what have you. And uh, so, yes, we'll all be able to recognize yeah. each other. Mm. You know, Pete, as I think about that, you know, I, I think a lot of people today don't like to talk about hell. Yeah. They love he- the idea of heaven and right. they think that everybody's going to heaven. Right. What would you say to kind of help people understand the difference of heaven and hell? And, you know, kind of, why do you think people want to disregard hell? Well, nobody likes to think about it because it's a negative and it's permanent. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus, you know, spoke as much about hell as he did about heaven. For example, in Matthew chapter 5, he says, I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says you fool will be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. So, I mean, he, he talks about hell as a real place. And he yep. mentions hell quite a bit, you mm-hmm. know. So there is something real about mm-hmm. it. Now, we aren't told much about what happens in hell, but it is a place where those go who do not respond to God. Mm-hmm. One finger would step out and just get a drop of water to touch it in eternity. Yeah, that's you right. Know, bad place. That's right. But yet, you know, I know as a believer, I don't have to really worry about that because heaven is what I look forward to. You know, Pete, what what should we as a Christian look forward to in heaven? Well, I, I think for obviously for all of us, there are going to be answers to the questions we didn't get answered. There you go. You know? mm. That may not be instant. Yeah. But what's our hurry, mm-hmm. you know? And I love Dallas Willard's statement where he said, you know, heaven is not some cosmic retirement, but it's a place of amazing leadership projects of ever increasing cycles of fruitfulness uh, and the Lord's, you know, using us for great accomplishments yet known only to him. Mm. So, if we have a life that is active down here, what is down here is actually only going to be something better up there. It's, mm-hmm. We're not going to sit around on a cloud and just sing in a heavenly choir the rest of our existence. Mm-hmm. He's got a, as much of a plan in the future as he does for right now. I mean, how would how would Abraham ever have conceived of the life you and I are living? Right. right. Well, the same is true. How would we ever conceive of the life that he's now next planning? Mm. Wow. So we do have something to look forward to, don't we? Yes. Well, if we knew too much, we'd all go jumping away. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and not come back <laughs> up, right. you know. That's so true. You, all, you know, Pete, I am so thankful because I really, you know, um, I think I had such a misunderstanding of heaven growing up that, you know, it's this place that all I'm going to do is, you know, sing worship songs. And I didn't... And I want to sing worship songs now as I understand God more. But at the time when mm-hmm. I'm a new believer and I'm not really understanding the significance of worship and praise and, and who this is, this 
majestic one called God who created the heavens and the earth, who saw our need in the garden when man failed. Not God, when man failed, when man sinned, turned his back on God, God redeemed that through coming to this earth mm-hmm. in the form of the Savior, Jesus Christ, and he died on the cross, he rose from the grave, and he offered us salvation and said, listen, all you've got it. I've done all the work. Mm-hmm. I died on the cross for your sins. I paid the price for you. I justified you through what only I could have done to give you the free pass to heaven. That's right. And I go, thank you, God, for that. Yes. And when he says, I, co- I will, if I go away, I'm coming again yeah. and coming for you. Oh. Okay. Well, he do- he's not coming for us to then sit around and do nothing, yeah. you know. Uh, and that's why if we read scriptures as a whole, we understand over and over the term reign. Yeah. We will reign with him. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? It has to mean yeah. something. Mm. It means we're given responsibilities. Mm. And uh, we know in Re- Revelations 21 that the, the heavenly Jerusalem mm-hmm. comes back down to mm-hmm. this earth after it's been cleansed mm-hmm. by fire. But this earth is here. So actually, we're going to still be living with these resurrected bodies <laughs> on this earth that's now perfect. Now it's become heaven. That's right. Oh, my word. That's right. You know, and Which you go, is wow. what it was originally intended yeah. to be. You know, it was never intended to be anything different. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So right. we're going to re- go back to what the Garden of Eden was that's before right. man sinned. That's right. And God's going to restore us. You know, I love my mom before she died. She has COPD and and just really going through a difficult time. And I watched her for three years go through COPD and, you know, not being able to breathe and fearful of taking every breath and fearful during the night that she might not wake up. I asked my mom, I said, Mom, what is your hope? And and we had talked about, you know, one day she'll be in heaven and one day she'll have a new body. (laughs) She said, my hope? She says, I'm old. She says, but one day when I'm in heaven, I want to do a cartwheel. (laughs) (laughs) and i thought you know what so simple but yet as you get older you do realize man i just want to do a cartwheel i would love to have that renewed body what will our bodies look like in heaven we have no idea but the reality is it'll be the best body it could be that's right well we do have a little bit of an idea yeah all right now i want to mention one two very wonderful scriptures and I'll, i'll go back to that idea of the body but in romans the most unlikely place Paul says, he says in Romans 8, 18, For I consider the sufferings of this present time not to be worthy to be compared with the glory that is mm. to be revealed to us. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. And that's revealed, of course, when Christ returns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom and the glory of the children of God. So that's why this earth is going to be in a magnificent place for us. But because we're back on this earth, we're, we're not going to remain spirit soul. We need a new body to live on a glorified earth. Well, Paul writes about that. And he says, so the resurrection of, from the dead, the body is, is sown a perishable body, but it is raised an imperishable body. There's your mother yeah, being able yeah. to do cartwheels, do cartwheels, <laughs> right? Sown in dishonor because we're born in a, a sinful world, raised in glory. 
sown in weakness, raised in power, sown a natural body, but raised a spiritual body. In other words, something is added to us. So just as we've borne the image of the earthly, we will also bear the image of the heavenly. So there's something fantastic yet to come. Pete, what great words. I have so, we believers have so much to look forward to. It's not something we should fear. Mm-hmm. It's not something we should run from. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is something that I do pray, God, when it's my time, I want to go be with you. And I don't want to be afraid of that. And so today, if you're in the listening audience, what I say to you is, you know, don't fear death, but embrace it. We've got a heavenly realm. As Pete wrote, read in John 14, the Father has gone to prepare a place for us. And it's going to be a pretty nice place. <laughs> and heaven will be real and it's going to be awesome. That's right. And so you guys, consider your walk with Jesus. We've talked about the Spirit-filled life. We've talked about heaven. Christ is the answer, and He did die for your sins, and He loves you. And it doesn't take much to get back into a right relationship with Him other than just saying, I have sinned. Father, forgive me. And God says, I will, and you will be one of His children, and you will be in that place called heaven. Hey, have the best day ever, and thank you for listening. Hey, God bless. Bye now.